Hey there, and welcome back to Book Snobs, the podcast where we read the book and then talk shit about the movie, or at least Christina does. I'm Marissa. I'm Christina. I'm the shit talker. And I'm Dee Dee. And this episode, we are covering Dr. Sleep, part two of The Shining, and... Right at the top, I do just want to say, spoilers, we didn't do this with the last episode. I mean... The Shining is a pretty old movie. It's a pretty old book. Um, so I just, I don't think it crossed any of our minds. It wasn't until afterwards right. that we're like, oh, maybe we should have said something about spoilers. Uh, but yeah, because Dr. Sleep is still fairly new, um, it was just in the theaters anyway. The movie was just released earlier this month. The book has been out for a few years now, but, you know, still spoilers will be I mean, coming. it's been out so. for a few years, but we just read it. So. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yes, major spoilers. I don't think we're going to have at any point... Spoiler-free episodes. (laughs) We're here to talk about the differences between the book and the movie. And so that means talking about the endings, talking about major plot points. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want spoilers, read along. Yeah. That's why we tell you what we're reading, so you can follow along. Let's not alienate the listeners. True, 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 true. You can still listen if you want to. Yeah. Um... I think the other point we want to hit, too, is sorry we were all over the place last week. Nope. Last episode. Yeah. We recorded immediately after doing our well, rewatch for Christine and I and first time watch for Dee Dee. So we all had a lot of feelings. <laughs> Very loud feelings. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But this time there's been days and some hours, you know, between... The movie watch and, and reading the book, reading the book yeah. and recording. So, so we'll hopefully be a little, a little yeah, <laughs> a little more mellowed. Um, so the first sort of topic we want to hit is our overall thoughts on the book. Right. So jumping right into it. Jump right into it. What did you guys think? About no the milk book? talk this time. No milk talk. <laughs> <laughs> I loved this book. I loved it. so 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 very much (laughs) i did too i really liked it um i don't know if it was just going back to dan torrance and kind of revisiting something that already felt familiar already felt i want to say fun but it's kind of not a fun book right yeah um but yeah no i really liked it too um i will say maybe it's blasphemous Yes. (laughs) I liked Dr. Sleep so much better than The Shining. And I really liked The Shining. Yes. I feel like I could not put Dr. Sleep down. Like, I needed to... I So, this time... So, I read The Shining. Um, Dr. Sleep, I did a combination of reading and listening to the audiobook. Mm -hmm. How did that go? When you said that, I was kind of like... How do you follow along with both or find your placing? Like There was a lot of just re-listening to something I had already just read. Okay. So um, I would read like at work when I could and then I would play the audiobook and I would jump ahead a little bit, mm. but I wouldn't jump past to it. So once I've gotten to something where I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure I'm like around this part, I just kind of let it play. And there was a lot of times where I did kind of re-listen to stuff that I had just read. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I and I think part of the reason I just went ahead and got the audiobook was be, was because I couldn't stop. I wanted just to keep reading. Like yeah. I was, I would drive to work and I'd be like, I wish I could just 
be not consuming driving. the yeah, book. Yeah, right I now. wish I could just not be driving right now and reading the book. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I should just download the audiobook. Yeah. <laughs> I can keep listening while I drive. Right. Um and yeah, no, I think I had there was a couple of times where I was like, I need to stop reading because we're not gonna go watch the movie for another few weeks. Right. <laughs> and I still kinda want it fresh in my mind. And I had to stop myself from Finishing. Yeah, from finishing it. It was so good. That's why, honestly, I kind of, like, started not too long ago. I know I told you guys, I mean, we were kind of keeping up to date, or each other up to date, on where we were. And, I mean, I told you guys, I just kind of started, what, like, two, three weeks ago, Mm -hmm. maybe? Um, So I kind of gave, like, a week and a half of, like, not listening. You're right. Um, But it actually worked out perfect, because I finished it Saturday, and we watched the movie on Sunday. Oh, yeah. So... It was, like, it was great. But I will say, I was listening, and at work, especially at the end of the book, mm-hmm. that, like, I'd be doing some work, and I'd, like, stare out the window, like, listening, like, trying to <laughs> imagine this in my head. Because yeah. like, yeah. it was that incaptivating, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, it was good. And we'll say, obviously, it was built on a story that was already established and already good. Like, Doctor Sleep mm-hmm. couldn't have been as good as it was if The Shining wasn't good. Right. Right. But it's just, it obviously leans more dark fantasy rather than, like, horror that mm-hmm. The Shining takes. And Which, you know what? I actually feel like this was not scary or creepy at all. No, like, it wasn't. there was maybe, with the stupid bitch in the tub. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's it. I think... Pretty much, that was like one of the scarier quote unquote yeah. moments yeah. or creepier moments. But I felt more creeped out in The Shining than this one. Right. Yes. And it didn't detract from it either. I mean, right. being for me, being a horror fan and sort of expecting more of that spooky stuff in it, it didn't detract mm-hmm. from the story at all. It was just so story driven, mm-hmm. so driven on the relationships between the characters that it was just honestly I finished it and I felt like it's one of the best books that I've ever read yeah ever like not just recently like of all time mm-hmm. it's just it's so good yeah, yeah it was yeah no it was just it was such a I don't know I just didn't want to put it down yeah. <laughs> like so I just good. I couldn't um yeah I don't know that, that I'd go that far that it was one of the best books I've ever read, but it's definitely up there. Yeah. It's definitely a book I want to revisit, and I don't do that a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Same, I mean, same with me. These are definitely on the opposite side of the spectrum of the type yeah. of books that I read generally. Right. So for me to really enjoy it and really like it, and like you say, really want to go back and read it again or listen, since I have it there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah. I mean... So I was super pleased, and... We we started reading it already having some idea of, like, who was in it, and I had already seen a few promos of Stephen King and Mike Flanagan, the director, writer of this movie, and already went into it kind of knowing that Stephen King was sort of approving this movie, so mm-hmm. to speak. Like, he had seen it, he felt like it was a good marriage between the book as well as Kubrick's version of The Shining. And, I mean, we'll get get into it later on, but 
I see that why. I see why yeah, that is now. Exactly. I like, do too. Having watched it now, it's like, oh, okay. And I think there was a lot of, while we were watching the movie, where I was like, I was like hitting Edgar, my husband. I was like hitting him and I was like, this happened in The Shining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, no, and that's, I think, what we had because Marissa and I and her husband went to go watch it. And so afterward, we stood, we stood outside and kind of tried not to go too much into detail about our thoughts on it. We wanted to save it for the podcast. <laughs> right. but yes. We all had a lot of But feelings. in the theater, I mean, I was telling Marissa, I was like, oh my God, we were all kind of, because her husband read it. Yeah. Um, along with us. And so shout out to Jesse. <laughs> Just hopefully listening. Hey, and Edgar. Edgar. Right oh, and Edgar. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Edgar. Shout out to Edgar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there were parts where we were literally like about to stand up shouting. Yeah. I think. We all had our hands up. It was up. A, like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Rage quit. <laughs> yes. So to kind of get further into the movie portion of it then we can talk casting what are your thoughts on casting who stood out to you who was right who was wrong Mm -hmm. what do you guys think i mean right off the bat ian mcgregor was like i think he did he was so good (laughs) i love him adult dan torrance yes it also i usually don't like knowing who's going to be playing what character in a movie that way i can kind of make up my own people in my head as i'm reading but i actually i mean i love McGregor, so I was able to like, I was like, oh, this is what Dan looks like. Exactly, and it was very helpful. Yeah, yes, on many levels. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> because boy, is he handsome. I know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. He and um, the actress that played Rose were the oh, only yeah. ones who I had visually yes. seen. Like, I tried to stay away from commercials once we. Started really reading. started reading because mm-hmm. I was like I don't want to sort of know who anybody mm-hmm. else is while I'm reading. Mm-hmm. Um, who played Rose? Let's look that up. I can't remember her name, but I think she was a good. That was a good choice, also. I think she did really. She did really a well. really good job. Does somebody want to look that up? So the actress that played Rose is Rebecca Ferguson. Okay, I don't think I had seen her in anything before I know. this. What, yeah, what else is she? She in? was in The Greatest Showman. Never seen that. Uh, Mission, Mission Impossible, Men in Black, the new one. Okay. Um. Oh, she was on. Um. Or in. Sorry, The Girl on the Train. Oh, okay. Never seen that. Which one. we may cover one of these days. We will. <laughs> uh, she was in The Snowman. I think. Oh, I read that's the, another. I read the book, but I haven't seen the movie. Oh, okay. That's another okay. one that's potentially on the list. Right? I I actually I really so. like that book, okay. so I am I haven't down. Seen it or read it? I mean, there's a lot of them, or a lot of things that she's been in, but nothing like. I mean, you probably there's you've seen her somewhere. Yeah, right. Sure. And um, oh, Crow Daddy. Yeah. Yes. Who played Crow Daddy? I don't know, but I liked him. I really liked him. Um, Abra, I knew... I had, I had seen, just because of the trailer, I had seen the girl who obviously plays Abra. Sorry, sorry, um, real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, Crow Daddy, Zan McLaren? McLaren? McLaren. Okay. Short fucking words. I feel like I had <laughs> seen him before in different yeah, things, but like nothing that I could recall like off the top right. of my head. Yes. Yeah, but he was familiar top top casting for that too Mm -hmm. though he was perfect in Mm -hmm. that role but you were saying about oh abra i really liked abra me too this was only her second movie it looks like abra yeah well i I have no idea i don't know she did so well 
She and did that so was a, well. That was a difference too, where I was not bothered by the mm-hmm. difference in appearance. Oh, yeah, because in in The Shining, the differences in appearance were frustrating because there was a lot of focus paid attention to those features mm-hmm. in the book that mm-hmm. just were wrong in yeah. The Shining. Yeah, but. So she and obviously her dad look different than what mm-hmm. they're said to look like in right. the book, but I didn't care. I yeah. was like, it yeah. doesn't matter. She seems perfect for this role. Yeah. It, she was, it was great. She was such a little badass. She was. I loved her. Me too. She, like, got that little smile down. Her little smile. Her little, like, <laughs> twisted, angry smile. Yeah, Ugh, she got yes. that down. I don't think we saw it too much but yeah. no what we but we did it was perfect yeah. yeah um were there any castings that were billy billy so billy i was going to say i pictured him differently but again i don't think it was a bad choice no I don't feel like it was a bad choice. The only thing is I was expecting him to be older. Yeah. Right. Like, cause yeah. I thought, because, I mean, you look at him, you look at Dan, you think they're roughly the same age. Right. They don't look like there's a huge age difference. Right. Whereas in the book, that was, I mean, he Billy was like... Was 60, like 60? Yeah. And he was something? like, yeah, and I feel like that was, and I mean, I know that they kind of rolled up, uh, who was Dan's sponsor? Casey. Casey, Casey yeah. thank you. I mean, that's been bugging me all day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know that they kind of rolled up that character into Billy. They rolled up Casey and Billy and they kind of put them all in one. Uh-huh. And um, so maybe I don't... But I mean, even then, Casey was still older than Dan. Right. And the thing was that Casey and Billy were both kind of mentors to Dan, helping him in his recovery and helping him just get better and kind of right. giving him an opportunity. So it felt kind of weird that there were kind of the same age you yeah know? yeah i mean i didn't mind him i'm looking now it's cliff curtis yes he's, he's from fear the walking dead he's great oh okay. I love him. great like i i thought he did well with the character but yes. i was kind of bothered that he was just wasn't a little older. bit yeah yeah um but yeah like you said he he did a good job with the character um it's it's Honestly, it's just me being nitpicky. Yeah. Right. It's, I don't. Yes. That didn't it, bother it, me that much. Right. I don't feel like that changed the how I feel about the movie. Right. So I think that, like you said, Marissa, that I, I was expecting him to be older, but I also I was bothered by that. But I also didn't like how they made him to be an alcoholic. I mean, if we want to continue with casting, um, the girl who plays Andy, which I don't know if one of us wants to look oh, her that's, up. Uh, oh, yeah. I have it right here. Oh, thank you. We should probably just keep these tabs open. I know. <laughs> Emily Allen Lind. Uh, I feel like I've seen her. Yeah, she looked before. really familiar to me too. She was super cute and she super was good super for this cute. role. However, wasn't Andy much older? Andy was like in her thirties, wasn't she? I think I thought so. so. Yeah, because that's what she tells. Because she tells Rose in the book. In the book, Andy tells Rose that she's twenty eight, and then Rose tells her. If you take steam in three years, you actually will be twenty eight. So, kind of implying that she's older. And I think, I think she says that she's like thirty something, isn't uh-huh. she? And I think whenever she tells Rose that she's twenty eight, um, the book does say something like, "Oh, that's what she tells the men that she goes to meet to whenever she goes to seduce oh, uh-huh. or whatever." And I mean, I get the fact that they made her fifteen so they can sort of tell the story about 
how these guys are yeah. gross with her because mm-hmm. she's young and all that. But, I mean, she just, she, she, in the book, she has a rattlesnake tattoo. Like, yes, she could have at least been 18. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even if she was 18, if if they bumped her age up a little bit from what it actually was, which even then it's still bumping down the age from what she was in the book. Um, if you're in your 50s... That's trying still to, pretty gross. Yeah, trying to have sex with an 18-year-old. Right, exactly. That's still gross. <laughs> yeah, it would still get that point across. So that was... Yeah. While she did good with the character and she was super cute and all that, fine. It was just they could have... And she could pass for 18. I don't know how old this yeah. actress actually is, but like I'm sure I know, she's I'm at trying least to find 18. out, trying to look to see... If it says anywhere how old she is. That also just she means that She was born in... Two th- it doesn't say exactly. It just says born 2001, 2002. So she is like 18. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, she could have been 18 in the movie. Yeah. And, yeah. no, it would have been yeah. better. Yeah. But whatever. It also kind of brings up to me, anyway, um, in that, obviously, she's... She has her power. She shines in her own way. Why didn't they just eat her? I think because they thought her skill oh duh yeah, yes was, yeah that's right was helpful to what they to wanted what they, need, yeah. what they needed so that's why they kept her around yeah but I mean I just I don't know I guess I guess that makes sense but it just it just kind of also seems to me like if you're so low on food and there's a food supply I think that because in the book mm-hmm. she wasn't a child yes yeah no but so, see in the book it makes sense in yeah. the movie it kind of it would have been like why don't you just eat that's her? true you're right like you're right because yeah. she's still a child yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah that's poking holes uh, i know <laughs> so i want to actually mention which i i mean i know it's we talked so much shit about her in the shining or oh the recasting oh wendy wendy yes i think she did great i like, go on <laughs> no you as far as like what the character was in the shining and her recreating it now mm-hmm. i think she did great yes mm-hmm. it, it, i will say it was really off-putting to me to see basically the original cast from the shining being recast in this one it yeah. made me i i don't i don't know how to explain it just made me feel weird and like, i feel like if anything it's just because the scene with them in this new apartment or whatever mm-hmm. it's like years later yeah so like obviously danny would have had to get older right and i mean that doesn't say much for who played wendy because she seemed like she looked younger than shelly duvall in shining so that was just a little off so i totally get you there and i think part of it too was the fact that she didn't really look like shelly duvall but then when she started speaking i'm like oh she sounds she sounded like her it it was nice yeah it kind of it kind of threw me off though where i was just like why does why does she look different but sound the same? <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to say I was super excited to see the actor that played Grandpa Flick. Because his name is, uh, I'm going to butcher this, but like Carol Stryken or something like that. But mm. he, I know him from Twin Peaks mm. and he's like a creepy, like oh. he's in a lot of like the, the new version of Twin Peaks or like the continuation of yeah. Twin Peaks. And the original, so it was just cool to see him because he just already to me exudes this creepy, creepy right? Yeah. yeah. So I, did you? It was great for me. I might be wrong, and I don't know if you want to pull it up on yours, but um, he was also in, and I don't know if you guys have seen this on Netflix, uh, Gerald's Game, which is also a Stephen King 
Hmm. Oh, I, I, I'll check. I've, heard, oh, I've seen it. it. Looks I've like definitely it. seen it. Yeah, and, um, I'm pretty sure like, he's like the moon Netflix, but, guy Which I want to do at some point too. And Mike Flanagan, who did this movie, also did Gerald's Game. Oh, that mm-hmm. makes so much which sense. Which is why Stephen King, I think, was comfortable to work with him. Because yeah. he knew that he had already pulled off Gerald's Game well. Okay. So it makes me feel like, well, we'll get into our feelings about the movie, yeah. but it does make me feel like we can do Gerald's game okay. at one point and okay, yeah. not be too upset. Hopefully. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's him. He plays, and if you can look up the name of the character, because Edgar and I were like, oh, it's a guy from Gerald's game. He's like the monster or whatever, but we don't, we didn't know what it was Moonlight called. Moonlight Man? Moonlight Man, yeah. So if we want to hit our next sort of aspect in terms of the differences between the film or the similarities between the film and the book, what do we think the film did right? Let's, let's, let's <laughs> be nice This is where first. I have feel. Oh, we're playing nice first. Oh, dang it. Okay, just kidding then. Unless you to, don't want to. I was about to rage. We can rage <laughs> first and then be nice. Um, I think, so, we can totally do a compliment sandwich. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we can do, say, be like, oh, I like this part about that. And then, or, but I mean, like, I guess the casting is kind of a compliment sandwich, you know? Yeah, because yeah, it, it, it was good. Yeah, the casting was good. There was good. no real complaints There's about There's a first casting. piece of bread. Yeah. Now we're going to put, you know. All right, so we'll talk now then about what <laughs> the film got wrong, because I think there's much more of that. I have notes. <laughs> <laughs> I came out of the theater and I was, Edgar was like trying to talk to me and I'm like, hold on. Um... So, okay. Oh, kind of segueing from the casting. Uh, Dr. John. Oh, yeah. Oh. We what didn't even the... fucking see him we... beyond once when he gives Dan the job at the hospice. No, no, no. And when oh, he's I... at the age. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That... Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, which? Did you guys notice the office? Dr. John's office? Yes. It was, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. It was the same I office. I thought I yeah. was crazy. I didn't say this that night, but I did notice that when... I was like, that office looks so familiar. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was like a nod to the movie. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I do this thing when I'm excited. I'm sure you guys have noticed, but I punch people. So I was punching Edgar. I was like, the office is the same from the shine. He's like, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like there was no point to Dr. John. He was just I kind know. of there. Yeah. I was he, so. He <sighs> was front, like. It's just like he's such a big part. Like, I understand them cutting out Casey. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Too. It's fine. Like, yeah. It's too many Whatever. people. Whatever. But, like, he was such a big part was, yeah. of the book. Like, yeah. he's the one who witnessed Abra and her first, you know, the yeah. swim thing. Yeah, and, exactly. Like, he was the first person outside of the family who witnessed it. Who exactly. Who was yeah. like, oh, this is happening. Right. This he's the one shines. who went with Dan to Iowa, not Billy. Right. Oh, that's right. And I don't know why that really bothered me. I, I don't know if it's just because I feel like, in actuality, well, Billy had this relationship with Dan that was obviously very close friends, and they mm-hmm. both have a little, well, Billy has a little bit of the shine, so it was kind of, like, cool. But more than anything, John was his friend. Yeah. Like, he was fr- yes. good friends with John. Yes. Yeah. So it bothered me that... We didn't see him yeah. beyond those two scenes. Yeah. 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 And also, not just that, but, and I mean, I understand again, kind of the way the movie went, why he kind of just wasn't important was because in the book, part of the reason that Dave, Dave? 
The dad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Dave Stone, the part of the reason that he... Trusted him. Uh, trusted him, that he kind of agreed to help, was because he was their pediatrician. Because right. he's, again, yeah. the only other person outside of the family who knows that Abra is special. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's... And again, because they kind of... And I didn't like this, and I told Edgar, I'm like, I don't like that they just kind of snuck away. Like, he kidnaps Abra, essentially. Oh, yeah. Abra yeah. is a child. Oh, she said that, too. That's yeah. what I just said. I just said, he fucking just kidnapped this girl. Yeah. I he was just like, kidnapped He just kidnapped her. her. Like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah, um, because we also had the, the comment of, like, where's Momo? Yeah. Oh, that? So, <laughs> literally, <laughs> it's, I'm pretty sure it's, like, my second note. It just says Momo. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, she's another one that, like, she was a big part of it. And she gets mentioned once. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I'm going to go see Momo. Is she going to make it? Yeah. Like, And then, like, oh, my Momo has cancer. And that's it. Like, there's no... Momo was a part of the big reason that they... They survived. Yes. That whole, like, as I was reading (laughs) that part about, you know, Dan starting to get sick. He's starting to see flies on his face. And... You know, it's after this conversation with Momo, but we don't really know that. And then yeah. he unleashes the cancer from his mind onto them. Onto the that nose. I honestly I was, was cheering. Like, me too. Like, I was I'm so getting the chills right now. I am too. Because honestly, when I, because like I've said a million times, I, I was listening to it. And those were, that was one of the moments, like when he was, they were explaining that he was, you know, get, having the flies and the stomach and the this, the pains and all this stuff. And I'm like, is he going to die? Like, those were one of the moments where I was just staring out the window like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> and as I was reading it, I was getting psyched up for the movie. Like, they're going to do this. It's going to look so fucking yes. cool. It's going to be awesome. Honestly, I was like, how are they going to make the flies work? Yeah. But no, we didn't um, even see any flies. Yeah. We didn't see him talk to Momo. No unleashing the cancer to kill the rest of the knot. There were no more members of the oh, knot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were just shot. There was, the knot was so little. I thought, she, uh, like, that, she had, yeah. she had she a had ton. I get that a ton of them left, but, like, she still had a bunch of them Yeah, yeah. She had over a dozen. Yeah. So, then all of a sudden, it's like, there's no, there was, like, five people. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, everybody who she had left... To go get her, to go get Abra, mm-hmm. essentially. Because yeah, which why would died. you do that? Exactly. Then your whole then your whole community is dead. Yeah. yeah. That just seemed irresponsible. So, yeah. <laughs> <That's a leader. laughs> yeah. So it was frustrating. Speaking about that, Billy dying in that uh, whole thing. That is uh, like <sighs> I know. Okay, so <laughs> as I was reading the book. I was, they were going to go face off with a knot, and I was like, someone's going to die. Someone has to die. Like, yeah. there's no way they're Honestly, all going to make it. Too, yeah. yeah. And then everyone made it. So, like, as you're reading the book, it was sort of like a relief. But then, I, and I totally had that thought as I was reading the book, where I was like, they're not going to do this in the movie. Some One of these guys is going to die in the movie. But then what ends well, up happening yeah, is... I mean, after they, all after they kill off Halloran... <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's like, well, all you expect it. Like, okay. But, like, honestly, me and Marissa... I think Jesse even, too, because I, I couldn't really see him because, you know, he, were on, he was on the other side. But when Billy died, we were like... We all had our hands what? up. Like, what the fuck <laughs> just happened? No. Like, this, this is, is mental. <laughs> and the thing is, up to that point, there were only minor pretty unimportant differences yeah yeah and after that happened all went hell broke shit. loose yes. everything went to shit after that point well 
I mean, well, I don't know yeah. that I go that far because there was some stuff at the end that I was like cheering about. Right. But oh, oh. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. At that point, I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no. I I was. I think I audibly gasped. I'm glad that there was only like two other people in there aside yeah. from me and Edgar because I was like. <gasps> Yeah. And then, like, I had to, like, cover my mouth, and I was like, no, Billy. <laughs> yeah. It was... I know. That, like I said earlier, I mean, I think that we were, I, I hated us. We were those people. I oh, mean, yeah. like you say, there were only a couple other people because we went to a really late show. But yeah. there were people right in back of us, and I hated us because I'm like, they are probably shushing us in their mouth right now. But Yeah, the whole time just we were like, all like, oh my God. no, this is bullshit, <laughs> whatever, like audibly angry yeah. about it. Yeah. Jeez and friends, yeah, so yeah. that was, okay, so on piggybacking on Billy killing himself, then Abra's dad dies? Like, oh, dad yeah. Dies? There was, <laughs> <laughs> like, I get that, they had to keep him in the house so they didn't have to go through the whole, like, she's at a friend's house and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Like, I get it. It was more complicated to do it that way. But, like, the, he could have done it differently. He doesn't mm-hmm. die. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. need to die. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was like I told her that night. That scene where Dan goes into the hotel is and is in that, like, room and with the bar. Mm-hmm. You know, Leroy bartender guy. Lloyd. Which, whatever (laughs) he's insignificant okay (laughs) um that whole thing to me didn't have to be there i didn't mind that i actually kind of liked it really yes see but i because okay go ahead no it's okay um i liked it because it was kind of dan facing his His father Yeah, yeah and just kind of being like I don't know, just kind of, yeah, just facing him and all yeah, the crap that right. he did to him. But, like... I was saying more so, they could have taken those, what, five, ten minutes mm-hmm. out from there to add a little bit of... Like, you see no point... Actually, there was the one time where Dan is Abra. Mm, yes. Uh-huh, in the car with Crow Daddy. I loved that. The way her yeah. eyes changed. I and that's what loved we were saying. So like that's that's what my point yeah. was that they could have taken that portion out. Like I get it, you know, he's facing his dad and everything, but they could have taken those few minutes to add her into him a couple of times. Like they did yeah. it in the book. We oh when oh, she's talking saying. to them and so Dan sitting there like Dan, saying, yeah. Oh like Something daddy, like, talking to fucking <laughs> yeah, like, like, I want to saying it. Dan in Abra's voice. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, so Me bad. too. So, that's true. And yeah. I, okay. <laughs> I understand that they're going off of Kubrick's movie, so the hotel still has to be there. Mm-hmm. I get it. A, they could have said that Rose and whoever else of the True Knot, basically just Rose was stationed up there for the same reason they were in the book. In the book. Right. right. It's got a lot of energy. It's got a lot of dark energy. They do well there. Whatever. They could have been camping out in this old decrepit hotel. Or not. Just nearby. And the other thing I, I had said that along the same lines is where, I mean, it's been however many years now, you know, it in the in the story mm-hmm. 30 years yeah or whatever it was from when dan was there as a kid in his adulthood 
that they could have restored, remodeled whatever Mm -hmm. the place because it wasn't, you know, blown up. They could have just remodeled it and opened it up the yeah. same way that it was in the book. Yeah, where they as were a as a camp. Right, yeah. and they exactly. would still be camping there because, yeah. like, you know, yeah. along the same lines. So I figured <laughs> everything that went down at, in the book, The Roof of the World, could have gone down in the hotel. I get that. Mm-hmm. But I'm mad... I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad because in the book, it's such a beautiful moment when we realize that there's, you know, Abra is astral projecting herself there. Mm-hmm. She's not there physically like mm-hmm. she is in the movie. the movie. She's astral projecting herself there. She and Dan are both using their shine to push Rose off of the tower. And then there's a third hand... Helping them push it off, push her off, which we come to realize is the ghost Jack of Torrance. Jack. And yes. it, you're bawling when you're reading that part in the book because yeah. it's just such a beautiful moment. And like instead, I mean, that on top of that was like the cherry on top of yeah. him releasing Momo to kill everyone else. Oh yes. yeah, it was perfect. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. Yes, but instead we get him being a dick as the bartender trying to get Dan to drink mm-hmm. and. That's why I was unhappy with it. Because yeah. it's just like... Yeah. I'm actually going to save my opinions about this until the end of the compliment sandwich. Because I... Enjoyed it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I also get that being able to unleash his boxes and have these people, mm-hmm. you know, Horace and Mrs. Massey, get Rose in the hotel. Yes. Fine the way that they did it. But Mrs. Massey was dust in yeah. his little yes. box. Yes, yes. Whatever. It's a horror movie they wanted to put her in because she's creepy as fuck. Honestly, that Whatever. was the, the like, the moments that she, I mean, it's just because she's decaying and it's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> like, her face is just creepy. I mean, you saw me. Those were the moments where I was like, no, I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, those those two moments when she came, three moments, because mm-hmm. she was in the beginning with Dan and then uh-huh. at, the, at the hotel and then with Abra at the end, but. Those were the moments where I was like, nope, I'm not going to watch this. I yeah. know she's there. I know what's going to happen. Nope, I'm not going to do this. And because I'm also saving part of this for the nice part, mm-hmm. I won't fully get into it. But having Dan die mm. in this whole thing that happens at the hotel, fucking frustrating. Yeah. So frustrating. I was like, why is he... The whole why the whole beauty of his part of his connection with Abra is that when she's actually his uncle. Oh yeah, yeah, you caught that. I totally did. Yeah, I don't know if you did. What what, he listened to this. So obviously, the first day that he's at AA, he just gets her name in his mind, and so Mm -hmm. he writes down Abra. Right. We see her fifteenth birthday later, and he's celebrating fifteen years of sobriety. Yes, like. Her being born yes. is what gave him, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's what basically gave him the strength to be sober, even if he didn't know it. It right. was just like, it contributed See, to yes. this. I totally yes. didn't catch that at I all. Did. Yeah. No, I did. Yeah. No, I didn't. And I was thinking that as I was watching the movie, I was like, no, these years are a little off. Yeah. And so I'm they like, totally because... fucked that over yeah. when it's another important part of their relationship yes not to mention the fact that not any time in the movie do they talk about the fact that he's her actual uncle that okay so 
this is and I have feelings um and I remember I texted you guys whenever I got to the point in the book because uh-huh. at that point I was listening um and I was listening to the audiobook and it gets to the point when Dan pulls Lucy who's Abra's mom into like to look at themselves in the mirror uh-huh. and he's yeah. like I'm your brother and I screamed yeah. <laughs> I literally screamed and then um yeah, it was definitely a jaw-dropping moment. <laughs> yes. But, yeah. So, yeah, I was, like, I was on their food, and I was, like, what? <laughs> so, for it to just not be included in the movie was so frustrating. Because yeah. it was such a huge thing, and it explained so much. It explained, obviously, his connection to Abra. Right. Mm-hmm. Not just, and the reason that she, whenever, you know, she shined, she was able to reach him. Mm-hmm. And... It just, I don't, it, it also kind of lends to Dave and Lucy trusting Dan yeah, to help yeah. Abra out and knowing that like, okay, well. He's family. Yeah, he's family. And, and I think it just, it, again, I, I kind of see why that didn't happen in the movie because they're not, they're not he never, they never trusted Dan. Yeah. He literally kidnaps Abra. kidnapped Abra. Yeah. So, and that really bothered me because I feel like that just makes Dan seem really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> like I know. Which. He's not. He's not a yeah. creep. So it's just, I don't, and I, I know that he's, in the movie, he's not a creep either. He's, you know, doing it to help her. Mm-hmm. But he still kidnapped a child. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not. <laughs> and the thing is, we get even less of his, like, the whole time, only because I knew that you were ahead of me. Mm-hmm. If I got to certain parts, I would text you. We also tried to <laughs> yeah. refrain from that to save it for the podcast. But there were times that, or we were just texting the group, and I was just saying, I love his relationship with Abra. Yeah. He's so sweet and kind to her. The way he calls her hun and sweetheart and all this other shit. But we hardly got that in the movie. I mean, obviously he's doing everything he can to take care of her. Mm -hmm. But he's also, he came off as super reluctant to help her in the first place. Yeah. Which I don't think it was really like that in the book. He, He just wanted, more than anything, he's like, Trying no, to keep people safe. aren't going to stop, so we need to keep yeah. you safe. Right. And so it was frustrating that we don't have that much of that special bond between them quite as much mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was really frustrating for me. Um, yeah. And then kind of going back to the Momo thing where Momo was, I feel like Momo in the book was a part of the reason that Lucy was okay with Abra having powers, like, she kind of... Yeah. ...made it seem like, okay, like, yeah, she has powers, let's... Let's be okay with it. It's, a, it's right. like, it doesn't make her, like... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. A bad person? Like, a it's bad. not dangerous like, or yes. it's not weird or... Yeah. There's no danger to her. Yeah, really. exactly. Yeah. So, and then it's just... You don't get that. No, like, not at all. You get a little bit of Lucy asking her, like, oh, is Momo gonna be okay? Which makes it seem like they're okay like with she's it. Okay with she's okay with it. Asking, yeah. You know. Like, right. Yeah. Tell me that moment. But I would have wanted to see more from when she was younger because even as I was reading it, the dreams that they had the morning of nine eleven. Oh like, yes. That was huge. Yeah. It was crazy to me. Which I will say, I understand why they didn't do that in the movie because obviously it's now twenty nineteen. It kind of wouldn't line oh, up time wise. That's true. But and also I don't know. I always feel kind of weird whenever, like pop culture uses like a national tragedy like that yeah. to like I get advance that. the story so I'm that's like true. I, I can see I was that okay, yeah sense. so I was okay with it not being included 
I just yeah. wish they had seen more, Something. like the the piano playing. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I completely forgot about the piano. More about her when she was a baby to prove that this has always been a thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. That she's been powerful since she was an infant. Yeah. Right. Since yeah. she was freaking born. Yeah. Which, I mean, again, going back to Dr. John not being a part of the movie is what, like you mentioned earlier about um, Dan having written down her name when he was at an AA meeting um, and then him showing John, I wrote this down like, on one of my first meetings. Yeah. And then him, him being like, well, she was a baby then. There's no way she could have reached you. Like, how did she reach you as a baby? Yeah. And then just kind of, and again, going back to the fact that they're related and the fact that they have a connection. Uh-huh. And it just not, I don't know. It's just, it was just, it was just gone. There was nothing, yeah. none of that in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And going back to the scene in Iowa, mm-hmm. that scene in the book is so incredibly done where we know that, Dan's eyesight is better because Abra is seeing oh, through yes. him. He says he's crying her tears yes. like as they uncover the baseball boy. Mm-hmm. Like we don't really get that much of it in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's just like she's there because she's you know shining through Dan and so yeah. she's help helping them say where it is but like uh, that it just wasn't done as well as it could have been done. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked that, that, again, kind of, I don't want to say possession. No. But whenever, yeah, like like you said, Average Shining Through Dan, it was. It was just so well done. It was so well written. And then yeah. to just kind of not have that in the movie was kind of like, oh, okay. And it just goes back to his relationship with her when they realize that they've actually found him. And she's crying, so Dan's crying, and he's just like, Okay, hun, get out of here. Like, yeah, like you, you have to you go. have to go now. Like, yeah. I don't, we just didn't get that, and I was yeah. just really bummed. That was, you know, really the first time I think that I was bummed. Like, not only that it was Billy who went with him, but that it just wasn't done as strongly as it could have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which again, I think I said this that night too, because like we tried, we tried so hard not to talk <laughs> about it too much. It happens. But um, where like you can kind of get over it being Billy going with him. Yeah. Like, fine. But just, just, uh, like, where is Abra? Like, she's, I don't understand any of it. You know, like, because they, it, it'd be one thing where it's like, okay, they don't, or they can't do this whole thing where she, he's talking. As Abra. As Abra. But, like, you see it happen when he does it through her. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. What? Why not get that her through him when? And we it's could not like they're it. adding any time. They're not adding whatever. It's just, it's the same scene. Yeah, like it just has to be her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> so, kind of going back to sort of towards the book and kind of, I mean, the baseball boy. I read that scene, and. I was like, I hope they don't put that in the movie. Oh, because it was, just it was rough. horrible. Yeah. It was so bad. Yeah. And and the way that Stephen King describes it is just so, like, I mean, it I was... Mean, <sighs> I mean, I understand what you mean, but it's also the first moment where Abra sees them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I don't see how else... could have... Yeah. And I mean, like, obviously it's not as bad, but you're, it was... <laughs> He's screaming for a long time, and you're just kind of like, please let this scene be over, because yes. I can't 
hear him screaming anymore. Yes. And I don't know if that should go in the what I liked about the movie or what I did like about the movie. Yeah. Because it's I more was... so along the lines of what they did like. They the did book. well. Yeah. They but did it well sucked. in the yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. No, I think in my um like I said earlier, I forgot my notebook. But in my notebook, I think in all caps I put I just wrote down child torture hard to get through. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which but... honestly, listening to it made it so much easier. Really? I was, see, that was one of the parts that I read, and whenever I went in, I was kind of skipping ahead, in the audiobook, I was like, I need to get past this part, I don't want to listen to this again. I felt like it was easier to listen than to read it, because, I don't know, I don't know, maybe it's just that connection you make with the book and your mind, Mm -hmm. that you can visually... Mm -hmm. There's like a little distance you you can put if you're just listening to it. Exactly, yeah, because, I mean, I don't know, you guys get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, that was rough, and I was mad that I had to sit through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, like you said, and I thought that too, because I was just like, well, yeah, I guess this is the first time that she sees them. This is the first time that Rose feels her and feels how powerful mm-hmm. she is, and this is what attracts her to Abra. Um, but yeah, I was definitely sitting there like there could have been a different way. <laughs> like I don't want to, I don't want to sit through this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Totally and then that it. little boy was just so cute. Yes. I was like, don't touch him. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and, I, I, and I totally thought they weren't going to do it that intensely because of the beginning whenever they take that little girl, Violet. Oh, mm. yeah. Um, they didn't show Yeah, they just kind of And that was her. added, right? I mean, I don't recall that. I don't remember that either. Yeah, I don't think so um, either. We just, that's how we see who they are. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sort of Which I feel operate. like that was a good It was cool. I, yeah, I was fine with I, it. Yeah, yeah. So I guess maybe we can lead that into what do we like about the movie? What did it get right? Or if it was different from the book, what are we okay with? Okay. So (laughs) this is where, again, I have some feelings. Um, The, I know you guys said that you didn't really care for the ending in the way that he sort of confronts Jack. Um, But this was... And I understand that because obviously it deviates from the actual book, Dr. Sleep. Mm -hmm. But because it sort of redeemed what happened in The Shining, Shining, I was okay with it. And I actually really enjoyed it. And oh, totally random, just popped in my head. Did you guys notice that the very first guy that Dan helps pass in the hospice was in room 217? I didn't notice that while we were watching mm-hmm. but i read about it after oh, okay and I, I forgot to even think about it right now yeah so that's cool that's <laughs> no yeah so i cool. was like i again i punched edgar and i was like it's 217 <laughs> he's like yeah i know i see it yeah <laughs> no i didn't i didn't which we know is what it is in the book the shining mm-hmm. not yeah. the movie but yeah in the book so i thought that yeah. was a really fun nod yeah also again totally random and we'll come back to what i liked about the ending but as you're reading as a cat owner, did you picture Azzy as your own cats? I didn't, okay. but that's awesome. <laughs> because I don't remember if they ever actually describe what Azzy looks like. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I 1,000% was thinking of my cat. Aww. And every time I just would, like, they'd talk about, like, oh, Azzy, like, gets up and stretches and walks away. I'm, like, picturing my cat stretching just walking yeah. away and being like, whatever. <laughs> Although this isn't important, did they not say... Azzy is a he in the book, but then it was yeah, she in the so. movie? I think so. I'm pretty sure. Sh- 
Although I don't care about yeah. it. I just noticed it. Yeah. I, yeah, I did notice. I did notice whenever he calls Azzy a girl or he... She was she. so freaking cute. She was cute. adorable. I she want that so cat. Cute. Her face is so pretty and just She's like so pretty. Sure, she can sit with me when I'm about to die. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, you know, I know this is really random, but she reminds. Did you guys ever watch the Aristocats? As a yes. kid, yeah. She reminds me of the white cat. Oh yeah, <laughs> Marie, you're a Duchess. <laughs> I don't remember. Their did I ever tell you guys? Duchess is the mom. Oh, Marie's a little cat kitten. Did I, ever tell you guys, tell, did I ever tell you guys that we found a mama cat and her kittens when we used to live at my grandma's house and I named them uh, Duchess and the they had two little, she had two little kittens. Um, there was like this gray tabby and like a black cat. So I named the black one Toulouse and the um, tabby, what did I name them? What's the other cat's name? I don't remember. Orange one, I forget. I don't remember. But I named them after that one. I named, yeah, I named them that. Because <laughs> I, I was like, like I had to so name them after that as but... cats. <laughs> Well, Disney Plus, Disney Plus watch probably. <laughs> we I'm had sure it we is. just had to get it over the weekend. We were like, we really want to start the Mandalorian, so we oh. got it. What do you think? Sorry, I oh it so my far. god, I really I was, like it. I was like, because I was waiting for Edgar to come home, and um, I think Friday night, Eric texted me. He's like, don't go on the internet, and I was like, why? He's like, episode two's out. He's like, I'm already seeing spoilers. He's like, don't go on the internet. <laughs> so I somehow made it without spoilers, oh, which I was good. really I happy about. I didn't see anything either. Because I was like freaking out whenever the episode one ends. And then Edgar, unfortunately, was not able to avoid that spoiler. Mm. So he already knew. And about I was like, who no. the Mandalorian was going to go get? Yes. Oh. And I was like, no. I, I know. That's such a big spoiler. I don't want to say anything here either because there might be people who are going to watch it eventually, but... Oh my goodness! <laughs> and you know what I told her because uh, oh yeah we have I have Disney Plus too. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, because we saw the preview for oh yeah the, last for the one. new one that's coming out. Oh okay. Uh, the last oh, one looks yeah. so good. That since they're on Disney Plus, I'm gonna watch all of them. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Which, Hopefully. And I also over. mentioned I haven't finished Game of Thrones. It's fine. It's fine. You, you know what? I have a couple episodes. Pod, so. left. No, a couple seasons. <laughs> but you've got time. No. No, what? It's a, a whole lot. That would yeah, take like Matt, a, you know, are we not doing it for the podcast? A year. It would take like a year. I know. I know. My 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 sister's boyfriend. Yeah. Um. He asked. He's like, "Are you guys gonna do Game of Thrones?" And I was like, "I hope not, because God, that's so long. We have to." <laughs> so anyway, back to what we're actually here to talk about. Yes. Um, so. I'll say one of the differences that I liked was in the book, there's a whole lot of steps to figuring out where Abra is. Where and who she is. Where and who she is. So they find out that, like, newspaper clipping about this small earthquake in this New Hampshire town. And then they get... It's on this street, and it could be these three girls. Yeah, they get, you know school pictures from these three girls and they like narrow it down which would have been super complicated and convoluted Mm -hmm. to do so the way that they showed rose like basically coming like meditating and coming out like crossing the earth yeah flying to avra's room i really liked yes i thought they did that really well it was visually appealing oh yeah and just made it a lot easier and I just super yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, no, that I was agree a difference with that I liked. And I just it also just the kind of the way they, whenever in the book they talk about Abra talks about how kind of searching for someone is like opening a jar, 
and kind of like the turning and whatnot. Mm. I really like the way they did that and where she's the scene where she's looking out the window in the movie and then the whole just room oh, just yeah. Oh, yeah. That was very that cool. That was really cool. I really like the that the way that kind of translated into the movie. Yeah. Um, like the turning of the wheel and all yes, that. Like, yeah. I really liked that yeah, too. That was really cool. It was well done. And that and was even what they did even right. the parts where they did that you know, she was in her mind and looking through the, the file cabinets uh-huh. and mm-hmm. her in Rose's mind, like that I thought that was cool too. Yeah, yeah. that was really they cool. They did a really, really good cool. job. And then whenever her hand gets Oh, yeah. oh, stuck yeah. in the, the file cabinet and it's like basically being like degloved. Yeah. yeah. I know I was cringing so I much. Like, oh, but I did so like how they just like blew her off the top of the RV. Yeah. Like, that was, yeah, that that was, was really cool. cool. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Um, what I liked, I think we mentioned it, I don't know, um, was when the knot dies. Oh, uh-huh. And how like the way they the show cycling? them cycling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because I mean, I think we all had this thought of like how are they going to make that work? Like, yeah. I was really wanting to see Me how too. they were going to do that, and I think they did it really They did a well. really good job. Also, and I know that they don't do this in the book, but the fact that they turn into steam, and whenever yeah. Grandpa Flick dies, they and everyone charges out it, it was yeah. so cool. That it was yeah, cool. that was cool. Because like, it really oh. just shows how hungry they how are. How hungry yes. they are. Yeah, how desperate yeah. they are how for How that really is all steam. that they care about, yeah. Yeah. ultimately. Mm-hmm. That was really yeah, well done. Yeah. That, yeah, that was great. When that <laughs> happened, honestly, I was like, they can eat each other. I know. <laughs> like, oh, that too. <laughs> yeah. um, so. Okay. Yes. I think we're, we're moving towards the same thing. <laughs> we'll say, when Dan walks into the hotel and he goes to the boiler room, Jesse was like, well, he's officially touched the boiler. He's worked on the boiler more than Jack ever did. <laughs> And I'm, okay, even though I'm kind of unhappy about how the end went, I feel really happy that they finally blew up the hotel. Yes. Yes. I was like, I don't know, it just like was kind of emotional because it was like, well, hey, this is why Stephen King is happy because he's like, I just want my fucking hotel to blow up. Right. (laughs) But not only that, I think that the way that they, I mean... They killed him off. They made him into whatever they were at the hotel or what Jack was when he was trying right. to kill them. Uh, the way that they made Dan do what Jack did in the book, where he uh-huh. stops himself to mm-hmm. save Abra, like tells her to leave. Yeah. That, like, look, I'm getting I know. <laughs> yes. Yes. And the fact that he's walking around wearing similar clothes mm-hmm. he has the axe he's also got like a her the, leg so yeah, he's limping like mm-hmm. yeah honestly i'm glad that we've put time between watching it yeah. and talking about it because as i was watching it i was just pissed about yeah. how different everything was <laughs> yeah but taking time to think about it it was artfully done yes. and it was so nice to get that you know obviously he's back in the hotel and he's getting his what's happening to him happened to his father and like you said, we have that moment that we missed in The Shining yeah. of yes. him stopping himself. And I think himself. that, like, the yes, we're upset that it doesn't match the book, but the way that it was done is paying homage to to The Shining. Yes. Yeah, the exactly. Shining. Yeah, and I also sure. I don't know if you guys, caught, I'm assuming you did, the fact that in this movie Dan does use the terms that um, the phrases. The medicine? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. The phrases that Jack did in The Shining, the book, where he's like, he's like, yeah, you'll take your medicine, you pup. Uh-huh. And um, so I really like that. And then end in turn, Abra does the thing where she's when she's talking to um, Dan as he's right before he has that moment of clarity and being mm-hmm. like, oh, you need to run. Uh-huh. Uh, where she tells him, she's like, you have a false face. Yeah, yeah. Dan. Exactly. Which and is which, of course what Dan told Jack in the yeah, book. Yeah, but and this is where you can like, okay, I see why Stephen King can agree with this movie yeah because it just ties everything together really well yeah really well yeah it takes what he didn't like about the shining and fixes it yeah yes and it also still has some meaningfulness to dr sleep i'm i'm sad that he died yeah yes i'm really sad about that yeah i was kind of prepared for it though Really? You know, I kind of had a feeling he was... Once they were in there... Totally wasn't. Once he got taken over by the hotel, and she's basically having the conversation with him that, in The Shining, the book, Dan has with Jack, where he's like... Or when... I don't know if she's talking to him, Mm -hmm. or if she's just talking in general, when she says, like, the first thing Dan did when he came in here was go to the boiler. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh shit, like... They're yeah. gonna do it. Yeah. And I I just really enjoyed that conversation because obviously none of this was in Doctor Sleep and it was totally different. Yeah. But even though like I said, even though I was mad about how some of this turned out, I was just really glad with how mm-hmm. they addressed it. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was really I did really also nice. enjoy the scene where Rose is in the maze. And oh, it takes her yeah. a second to realize that she's not in Abra's head, she's in right. Dan's. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah I enjoyed that and I like the way they did that. It was we we kind of had like mixed feelings about that I think because of how she's the one strangling Abra, and in the book it's it's Dan. Dan. She's like in his mind making Dan choke her. Yes, that's a good point. Although I will say, I understand that. Abra's a very intelligent person and she knew that it was all Rose mm-hmm. but there was basically no bad thing to him doing that in the mm-hmm. book. He was just like sorry about that. And she's oh, like sorry I almost, sorry killed, I almost you. killed you and she's just like it's fine. It, I know it's not <laughs> you. Like I feel like there should have I mean obviously again this is just talking the book there should have been some more follow-up to that because <laughs> when he realized he was the one choking her, I was, like, really scared because yeah. I was like, this is going to affect their relationship or something bad is going to come yeah. from this. And yeah. basically it was just done in, like, three sentences. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I probably should have mentioned this beforehand because this has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. <laughs> but um, I was kind of annoyed about the whole Deanie storyline in the book. Um, and it didn't play much into the movie, which I get because it kind right. of didn't. Yeah. Um, but the, in the book, he talks about how he's carried this guilt about stealing the money from Dini. But I always assumed that the guilt he was carrying not wasn't one about the seventy dollars that he stole, but was more so about the fact that he didn't do anything about the fact that the little the, boy that boy was being abused, and he knew he that he was. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't do anything about it, and then it resulted in the little boy being killed. killed. And I thought, I would just assume that that was the guilt that he was carrying. But then, like, and at the end of the book, whatever, he's, like, at the AA meeting, he's just, like, yeah, I stole $70 from her. And everyone's, like, yeah, who cares? I don't know if it's because he couldn't say 
I've got this weird gift and I know that this boy was being abused and I know yeah. that he was killed mm, from sense. it. Yeah. I don't know. But I feel like you can still do that without Right. I mean maybe saying like I found out that that's yeah. true. you know, like I, I, I had addressed yeah, it exactly. I saw them in the newspaper or something. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I know we're kinda of backtracking again here, but just because you brought it up when she act, when she finally shows up in the movie, mm-hmm. mentions nothing about staying away from yeah. the woman in the hat. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't see the hat in the street like he does oh, in the book right. which yeah. they should have incorporated that because obviously there was that connection before anything was actually officially established yeah oh but here goes a, a so we got a bad thing now we got a good thing yeah that i think that they did really well was when abra i guess reverses it on her goes into her mind mm-hmm. and like blasts her oh <laughs> yes yeah Oh my god. Yeah, we were I was talking about that with that when we came out because I was like, that was so well done. Yeah. Um and then the whole cool. Again, Abra, just the little girl who plays Abra is so cool. I love her so Me much. Too. But she um they talk about how in the book she's like this warrior woman who's yeah. like on a steed or whatever and she's like super badass. Um and in, in the book, I don't know if you guys caught on because apparently Edgar didn't. Um she's super into that anime cartoon thing are I don't I think it's pronounced Ruby R-W-B-Y but she mm-hmm. has posters up on her wall she has a little figurine and in then, the movie oh and it's in, the, in movie. the movie in the movie sorry yeah oh so, yeah talking movie so she has it up in her room she has a little figurine and then whenever Rose is in there and obviously she wants to hide the way she looks because she doesn't want Rose to know what she uh-huh. looks like so she can't find her she looks like that character. She's got a blue hair yeah she yeah, looks I like that character that. so I was like super like ah like super like excited that she, that she looked that she did that, that yeah it kind of it was different than what was in the book but the idea behind it was still there yeah, yeah. and she looked so creepy yeah, yeah it was awesome. loved it with her, her eyes yeah her whited yes. out eyes and her blue hair she just looked like a freaking yeah. little badass yeah. yeah so excited about it yeah like i feel like all of that that they did with rose and abra in each other's minds mm-hmm. and the way they blew each other out and all that stuff like i thought that was really well done yes like mm-hmm. all of that part yeah yeah Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think we've covered it. I think we've covered <laughs> what we liked, what we didn't like. I guess that leads us to our final point. What are our, our overall thoughts on the movie, as a whole? On the movie as a whole, I, f- I enjoyed it. There was definitely parts that I'm just like, Meh. like uh-huh. I don't like this. Yeah. But, um, I liked it. So, I really liked okay, it. Okay. Here's what's happening. Look. She's converting us slightly because, uh-huh. like I said, in uh-huh. the in the mo- when we were watching the movie, I was like, we "Damn it, Christina!" <laughs> and look at now she's liking and the movie. Like, oh, <laughs> liked it more than we did. Woo-hoo. We did it. I I feel like I mentioned before, putting days between watching it and actually having time to think about it. I like it more than. I liked it when we were watching it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But I'm still pretty unhappy with a lot of it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I agree. I There's there's things to be upset about. I wish <laughs> the, the things that we, they didn't include, the things that they did differently, I just wish that they had done them correctly. I wish they, you know, they had brought the people in that they should have. Yeah. But you know what? Overall, I, I actually kind of liked it. Yeah, like, I would it say... It was a good... This is separating the two. I think it was really good. 
Yes. In the way mm-hmm. that it it was a good movie, and then they tie everything together from The Shining. If I had never yeah. read either one of the books, right, exactly. it would com- make complete sense. That's mm-hmm. true. So overall, as a movie, it was very well done. It was a really good continuation of The Shining. I enjoyed being back in the Overlook in high def. I mean, oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> I, and I said looked, that to you, did. and I was like, oh, whoa, this looks super high def. Like, and obviously cool. it's like they redid it, but I was astonished with how well they recreated the set. Yes. I mean, it looked like they took it straight yes. from The Shining, yeah. so I thought that was really well done. Yeah. So, overall, this one was so much better. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ooh. yeah. There was a part I forgot that I super liked. <laughs> Once, when they're driving up to the Overlook. Oh, my God. <laughs> when they're driving up to the Overlook, did you notice it's the intro to The Shining? Oh, but at yes. Nighttime? Yes. It was so cool. Honestly, like, before she said it to me, I was looking at it and I was like, this is familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Only at nighttime. And then she said it and she was like, I just hope it's not three minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> but like we get that like careening view yes. of that little island and it's all dark and then we get the view of them driving up this windy road. I was like, this is fucking badass. Yeah. So that yes. was really cool. Yes. Just one more important important <laughs> point. But yeah, it's hard to say. Overall, I also did really like the book. Yeah. I mean, the movie. (laughs) No, I like the book, too. (laughs) really like the book. Well, I mean, and it's like Jess said, that he can see why we're doing this now. Because him reading the book and watching the movie with us Mm -hmm. and having these emotions about it, like, it makes sense now why this is the topic that we chose right which mm-hmm. makes me feel really good about it I yeah mean, exactly hopefully everyone else listening feels the same way yeah if they if you're following and, along you know, right you're feeling maybe the same way and it's just uh, an important conversation yeah it's hopefully very important, important. <laughs> it's important to us yeah in terms of a translation of dr sleep i'm I missed the mark a little bit for it me. missed the mark. <laughs> I'm still kind of upset about those things, but I'm I'm happier now oh, think, than oh, when I first watched it. Yeah, I yeah. think the reason I like it so much is, and maybe, maybe who knows, maybe I'll change my mind in a couple of days. Um, <laughs> but, because I just watched this today. You guys watched it a couple of days ago. Right. I literally had a, have had a few hours yeah. since I watched it. Um, so I'm still, I think I'm still, like, I was just so excited about how much of the actual Shining the book was in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. That maybe I'm just kind of ignoring because, all the bad things that uh-huh. I... That, because that yeah. is, like, the reason for The Shining and then for this book. Mm-hmm. Because of The Shining. Yeah. The Shining exactly. that they have. The Shining yeah. that Dan has that, you know, I don't know. I think it was... Uh, it was yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I oh, think... next book... Oh, do we, oh, are we going to announce it? Aren't we? Yeah, we can announce it. Yeah. That way you guys can sing, sing along. <laughs> sing along, please. Do you want to read along Do you want to tell them what it is? Sure. Uh, we are doing... For December. Let It Snow. Let It Snow. So this is a book that is... I'm over here questioning it and I'm the one who 
chosen. Um, <laughs> Are we doing what it snow? It's written by <laughs> three different people. Oh, because okay. I don't know if it's three like short stories or like semi short stories put together that's sort of intertwined or what. All I know is that John Green is one of the authors. Mm-hmm. It looks like Maureen Johnson and Lauren Miracle. I can only assume that's how it's pronounced. Wrote it. Okay. And it was released as a Netflix film this month. Yes. Felt like it was perfect for December. Yes. For because we wanted to do, since we did, a Halloween. Uh huh. You know, horror. Horror themed for October. We're going to do a Christmassy one for December. It only felt right. Alleviate yes. the, the mood and the vibe a little bit for yeah. a while. <laughs> so read along or watch it. Let us know. Yep. And let us know what you thought about Dr. Sleep and whether or not you agree or disagree with us or have your own feelings. You know, yes, you're allowed do. to have those, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, how can they reach us, Marissa? Oh, you can find us on Facebook at Booksnobs Podcast and Instagram at Booksnobs Pod, I believe. Okay. <laughs> also, you can, they can email in, right? Oh, yeah. Um, you can email us at uh, booksnobspodcast at gmail.com. Cool thing. So, yeah, let us know what you think. Um, don't yell at me, please. Yeah. <laughs> That's all nice. we ask. <laughs> um, but Hopefully yeah. this one was not as hectic as the first because yes. the feelings are a little They're a little tamed. more subdued. Yeah. yeah. They're a little... Yeah, they're more in check, so... And we've taken your feedback as well into consideration in terms of how to go about this moving forward. So we're always happy to have your feedback. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Well, thanks for thanks listening. Thanks for listening. Have and a good day, good evening, good night. Whatever and time it is you're at, where you're at. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever time you're listening. Yeah. And goodbye. Bye. Bye.